Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Rams Revealed. I'm your host, J.B. Long. The Rams are 2-2, two and two, fresh off an overtime win, and finally back at SoFi Stadium. A three-game homestand begins with the Philadelphia Eagles. Our guest is a 30-year-old tight end in his eighth NFL season. Just inked a nice extension with the Los Angeles Rams. For the first time in many years, we welcome Tyler Higby back to Rams Revealed. How you doing, buddy? I'm great. Appreciate you having me. Well, let's start right from uh, the most recent victory and what better way to leap into this. I got to imagine there's a much different feeling flying home Monday night from Cincinnati versus Sunday afternoon from Indianapolis. 100%. You know, um, you know, started the game off great in the first half. You know, second half didn't go as well as we wanted to, but, you know, I ended up coming out with a dub. It's so hard to win in this in this league that, um, you know, anytime you get a win, it's it, it's amazing feeling. And um, always a little bit better on Monday morning after a win than, well, I guess Tuesday last week. No, I hear you, right? Like the next day, it's always a little bit better coming off a win than it is Especially, man, you take a bitter loss and then it's Eastern time, Monday night football. We got home at what? 3.30 in the morning, whatever yeah. it was. I think I got in my bed about 4.35 You guys spun it around really well, though. Kudos to put yeah. forth that effort. Normally, West Coast teams, as you know, traveling to the Eastern time zone have not fared well. It's always been a strength of yours in Sean McVay's Rams. Yeah, you know, I think it's just, just staying ready to play, you know, not thinking too much of it, not letting the outside stuff affect you and just, you know, going out there and executing your game. Let's uh, relive overtime, shall we? That was so much fun. I think we should just like go through it. And let's begin with Ben Skoranek winning the coin toss. He's a Fort Wayne, Indiana kid. I love it. He's been going out there with Stafford, right, as like your kind of captain coin toss guy. But he went out there solo for overtime. Yep. And stayed with Tails Never Fails. Stays with Tails. Uh, The word on on the street is that uh, he had been 0 for 2, I think, with Tails. And, you know, probability numbers wise, I think he was like, you know what? I got a, you know, X percent chance here to, to for it to hit Tails. So stuck with it you seem like the type that might weigh in on some of those things did you get with him and talk uh, I through didn't, a strategy I didn't, at all okay. i didn't in the past i in the past i'd had uh you know former ram johnny munt used to have his his lucky rock in the bottom of his bag and whatever rock it was sitting closer to he had two quarters whatever one that was closer to that's what he would kind of feed matthew before the game and he was he was pretty automatic with that one are you serious yeah so that's, that's for some uh, of the coin in the talk. past i was a little more involved with that one but not not so much anymore interesting from months nuts right the uh, packing yeah, exactly. facility in the central valley to uh, rocks in his travel bag <laughs> the things you learn on rams revealed uh but it felt like we were watching the opening drive of the game a little bit in overtime right you kind of start that very similarly i don't know if the concept the play was exactly the same but yep. getting that drive started with the uh, inbreaker to puka yeah i think so you know just it's you know overtime just try to take the ball try to score you know um i think you know matthew does such a good job of keeping everybody composed in that offense and you know staying calm cool and just going out and worry about executing your job and, and we made it happen how pleased were you as someone who's kind of the, the focal point there in both the run and pass game with the way you established and sustained the running game including in that final drive yeah, i think it was great for us i mean you know you see week one you know we did something very similar and and, and we're able to come out there with a win and uh, i think you know this offense it's a complement of the run in the pass and whenever we're we're, when we're able to do that, um, you know, we're dangerous. All right, so let's get to the game-winning play. If I'm not mistaken, you came off after your target on second I did. Down, got, right? got, the insides got shaken up a little bit there, but uh, couldn't breathe for a second, but I'm, I'm all right. Okay, so did you have a vantage point for the game winner? Uh, decently. Okay. Decent. And your take was what? Catch it, score <laughs> it. <laughs> you could tell it was a coverage bus and he was yeah, just wide open. Yeah, I you know, saw him kind of running out there, you know, uh, pretty wide open and i was like catch it score it and that made your insides feel better i trust him catching it and scoring it made it feel a lot better i'll get back to puka in a second but i want to have you elaborate a little bit tyler about what you said post game about matthew okay here's the quote there are some quarterbacks that are quarterbacks playing football and there are some football players that are quarterbacks 
I like that. The dude's a football player that plays quarterback. He's one of the toughest dudes that I've been around. Can you uh, tell us more? Yeah, I mean, just, you know, he's a tough competitor. Um, you guys saw that on display yesterday. Um, we see it, uh, you know, day in, day out. It's, it's a long season. Guys go through injuries and, um, you know, there's a lot of football players that, you know, are on, on the, I don't want to say on the softer side, but there's a lot of football players that are football players and they battle through injuries on a daily basis. And, um, you know, Matthews, I'm not saying he has injuries on a daily basis, but he's one of those guys that when he does have an injury, he's not someone that's going to be like, oh, I need to sit, sit down, sit down. He's a competitor and wants to get out there and play and will battle through whatever he has to, to in order to do that. If you allow it, you're a football player playing tight end in I this am, league. I'm, I'm a football player. You conceive of yourself that same way, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, this isn't really a question. It's just like an open-ended Puka Nakua. Your thoughts? Impressive, impressive. You know his his ability to come in as a, as a young rookie and um, you know grasp this offense because it's not necessarily an easy offense to just jump in and go do your thing. You you got to you got to have it right up here as well as you know with the physical stuff. Um, and his ability to just seamlessly come in, go to work. Um, no moments too big for him. Uh, as you can see, you know, he can win, a, win his one-on-ones, make contested catches. Um, he's a competitor as well and, um, you know, calm, cool, collective and just goes and does his thing. If and when Cooper Cup returns, hopefully this week uh, against the Philadelphia Eagles, how do you think that looks for the Rams? It'd be great to have him back, man. He's, you know, leader of this team, special, special football player. Um, so we're excited to have him back. I've been... You know, I know he's itching to get back. Yeah. He's itching to get back, you know, nudging the training staff, you know, hurry it up, hurry it up. And, uh, you know, we're, we're excited to have him back. You think he and Puka can coexist? I mean, I know the answer is yes, but how? Yeah, um, we'll see. We'll see how that You're going to keep that one close to the vest, we'll huh? Yeah, that one works. I, I, can t- I can see the glimmer in your eye. We'll okay, great. The Eagles will find out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Puka might lead the NFL in smiles, uh, but I thought yours was pretty big on last Friday as well. Did you see the picture the Rams got of you I signing did, your contract? I, did. I thought they played me a little bit with that one, but it was what do you a good mean one. played you? Just it was a little funky picture coming out looking, you know. But oh, I didn't think funky. I thought nah, that was it, it was good. It was good. I was I was very happy, um, very excited, very grateful, very blessed, and um, it was amazing. Tell us a little bit more. Like, what does it mean to you at this moment in time to get that opportunity to sign on for more than eight? Yeah, I just you know I, I understand this business. I understand how uh, rare it is for a person to play as long as I have in in one organization. Um, you know, I give everything that I've got to this organization. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, to be able to stay here for a few more years, is it's it's special to me, my family. Um, and it's amazing. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Kind of leads me to the next portion of the conversation, which is you've been on this show before, but you've lived a lot of life since then, since we last kind of talked about the off the field mm-hmm. stuff. Jared will always be the first Rams draft pick of their return to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. But you were second. And was. you were 23 at the time, I believe so. I'm now you're 22. Now you're a 30 year old. Yeah. Point is, you're old guard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's y- right. You kind of sort the Rams roster by experience and age, and you're in that top tier now. I'm up there. Yeah. How do you feel like you've grown as a professional, as a person? It's uh, it's been a long, long journey. Um, seems like yesterday at times, but uh, you know, just I've grown a lot since you know. I first coming into this organization, I was still I was still a kid, you know, 22 years old, but I was still a kid. Um, and just where I'm at in my life and, you know, what I've learned, you know, what this game has taught me over the years, what these people um, have taught me over the years, what I've learned. Um, it's just been special and it's, it's cool. It's, uh, it's definitely uh, different. I got, a, I got a daughter now, fiance. Um, so, yeah, everything's, uh, everything's good. 
How's that going? Let's start with your daughter. Almost a year old now? Almost a year old, yeah. What are months. some of her uh, life milestones at this point? Uh, she's she's babbling. She's got a... She's now almost has like a full mouth of teeth now. She's got eight teeth, I think, total. A couple of them popping out, a couple fully in there. But um, yeah, it's it's been amazing watching her grow and uh, brings a lot of joy to my life. You're a Californian at this point, right? I, you know, I've been out here this long that I... I you could consider me a California. I got the California driver's license and everything. And... <laughs> um, as you were kind of going through that, I also reflected on a lot of us saw this coming, I think, this offseason, but being a first-time captain. Mm-hmm. How much did that mean to you to be selected by your teammates? Yeah, that, that's up there. Um, I was telling uh, I was telling my mom, that's, uh, that's up there with one of my biggest football accomplishments, you know, up there with the Super Bowl and uh, uh, Tyler Higby bobblehead that I got one time so uh those are that and that one and then the captain's up there with those three i feel like one of those tyler doesn't belong you know if we played that game one of these things doesn't belong it's like i mean ever since you're like a little kid it's like oh you know i remember going to a hockey game when i was younger and it was like a bobblehead night and they were passing out a bobblehead of some couldn't even tell you who it was and i was just like this dude's got a bobblehead that's so cool and just like me as a little kid if i were if you ever tell me that i would have a bobblehead when i grow grow up i would tell you you're crazy and that's like a milestone for me i don't know it's just it's reminds me that this is still like a kid's game sometimes and so the c on your chest the super bowl ring in your trophy case and mm-hmm. the bobblehead on your mantle it's those three are well where do you keep it is it next to the super bowl ring um the super bowl ring is hidden but the yeah don't uh, tell us where that is yeah Good. but the, Sorry, the bobblehead's hanging up there with some of my other <laughs> my other biggest uh prize possessions the other thing that got me thinking about that was your recent mic'd up i think it was week one in seattle mm-hmm. you were wearing the mic and just watching you like mentor and celebrate tutu mm-hmm. in that moment and in that video you've always been a great teammate but i think more than ever like you're now a fan favorite and you're someone who's looked to in that way does that come easily to you to just be like a friend of other pros uh you know i'm just just trying to be myself you know i love winning football games um i love coming to work with these guys every day um and just trying to be myself and and try to help do what I can to you know lead this team to to more W's and more victories on Sundays. At this point, I think it's easy to call you the greatest tight end in Rams franchise history. How does that feel? Like try that on for size. I mean that's it's it's pretty cool. I got got a lot more work to do, but I I, uh, I appreciate that. I mean it's 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 cool hearing that. You know, just it's an honor. You know, even being cons- in the mm-hmm. consideration for that. Um, but I'm just come to work every day and try to do my job best I can and try to win games. I hear you on that. Just humor me for the sake of our audience. Tyler is the franchise record holder for both single season and career receptions by a tight end, career receiving yards, receiving touchdowns. So what left to accomplish? Like in this remaining contract, whatever it is, your playing days, what else is kind of big picture? I want this. You know, I don't know if the, I don't know if there is anything personally that it's like I want I want to win football games. Maybe um, play in that Super Bowl. I'd like to play another. I'd like to yeah. win another Super Bowl. You know, though, that's that's what's big to me. I, I like winning football games, and I want to win another championship. You get to taste it, and it's like, I I want this again. What about your top highlight? Your single favorite play? Single favorite play? Am I? You know, I don't know. That's a good one. That's a good. One. It could be. Could be the. The kind of why leak for number three touchdown against the Eagles with no fans, and I end up giving a bow to the audience because they had the cardboard cutout. 
people. You're you're good at this. Like media has become your thing. You just segued right to like your three touchdown game against the Philadelphia Eagles, the next I, opponent. I, I thought you might enjoy me going there, but. It, <laughs> That might be, it could be because it's fresh on the memory is why. Right, but. I teed you up on that. Okay, so hold on to the Eagles for just a second and we'll mm-hmm. get into that in our next week preview. Let me sell you on a couple, okay? First, I don't think we remember fondly enough your five-game finish to 19, right? Because yeah. as a team, the Rams didn't get to where we all wanted you mm-hmm. to go to, but those five games, Tyler, 56 targets, 43 catches, 522 receiving and two touchdown. Like, that was a serious rip. The heck of a run. I think right you need there. to put those cut-ups together and make sure Matthew knows about that. Do you think he's ever been <laughs> notified? that? Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I and don't then know. the other two, NFC Championship game, New Orleans. Mm-hmm. You know, Jared's kind of boot actions out both sides. There. Heat coming his way. And the arm angles, the throws that he made to set up the, the Greg mm-hmm. game winner. Yeah. Those were epic, That's man. up there. Here, just hearing that stadium go quiet at the end. Because that was the loudest game I think I'll ever play in, and that was pretty sweet. Okay, so now we've got the highlights of Philadelphia teed up. Next opponent, the Eagles. Uh, you beat them in that COVID year, five receptions, three scores. You said the third was your favorite, Maybe the hat third, trick, yeah. career high three touchdowns. Bone uniforms that day too, just like you had against the Colts. I think that's a good look for you and the Rams. Do you was. have a favorite kit? I, I I don't. I think that's one of my least favorite kits that we have. It's fine. Um, the white and white and blue, or the all blues. All blues are pretty sweet. You're an all blue guy. Yeah, I was not a huge fan of the mustards, the all yellows. You yep. know, a few years back, but uh, I just felt like I looked like a tall bottle of mustard. <laughs> Someone's gonna chime in in the comment section about the all blues. I can feel it already, but that's okay. You're entitled to your own opinion. How about the opportunity this week against the undefeated Eagles, though? How that's, do you conceptualize that? Yeah, great challenge for us, and um, ready to go out there like we do every week, and um, you know. See if we can't handle handle what we need to and, and get a W. Nick Cayley, new tight end coach. What imprint has he made so far on your season? He's great, man. He's he's special. It's, you know, he's been in New England for the last eight years and worked with some great guys over there. He's taken a lot of you know great concepts and plays. Um, you know, for us in the tight end room, he's 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 a great coach and his energy is unmatched. Um, reminds me of Sean a little bit and how much he loves the game of football. Um, and you know, it's, it's been great working with him and, um, you know, excited for, for what's to come. Part of the reason I ask is I wonder if you fashion yourself as a coach someday. I could see you coaching in a tight end room. Maybe someday. Is that your thing we'll at see. all? I mean, I mean, I like working. I, I'm I'm good at working with kids. I don't know if that's, yeah. you know, at what level I would want to coach, but um, we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully you just make enough money and score enough touchdowns that you we'll can see. fish and golf the rest of your I days. Could right? be, I could, be a I dad. could do that. Uh, you probably don't remember, but we finished this show with a segment called Three and Out. Uh, a couple of oddball questions here. You get them all right and make a donation to the LA Rams Foundation on your behalf. Sound good? Let's do it. No wrong answers, no pressure. Uh, first one, I, we all thought you were robbed of a touchdown in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. All right, by yeah, former Rams tough. coach Zach Taylor. He gets the timeout just in time. Did you have an end zone celly locked and loaded for that one? I did not. Actually, okay, I, I did not. I but did you're not. pretty good. You're, you're a lot, impromptu. A lot of them aren't planned. It's just kind of like psh, comes to mind. And sometimes I will have something planned, and then psh, it's out the window, and whatever comes to mind is happening. You probably would have just played one of the hits, and it would have been good. We would have done something. Okay, yeah. we're looking forward to your first of 2023. Yes. Second question. I sheepishly asked this, but as a member of the tight end fraternity, I think I'm contractually obligated to ask you for your perspective on Kelsey and Swift. 
How's that going for tight ends across? From what I hear, it's, football? from what I hear, it's great for his uh, for Kelsey's jersey sales, for his brand, for his brand. <laughs> Probably I, makes it tough for Chiefs great. fans to it's watch a, their it's, games. It's a uh, it's cool. I mean, it's you know, it's bringing two worlds together, and um, it's pretty mind blowing to be honest. Just to see the the reaction of the world and people, and how I don't know how much emphasis they put on it all. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Say a rising tide lifts all boats. I hope it's good for your jersey sales yeah, too. Like yeah, maybe just tight ends as a collective brand. And finally, uh, some call it the tush push. Others call it the brotherly shove. Right? Mm-hmm. You know this this eagle sneak formation. Mm-hmm. Should the NFL ban it or should the Rams adopt it? I don't. I I would say the Rams adopt it before the NFL bans it. And what role would you like to play in a Rams version of it? Let a, me uh, let me take the take the snap let staff i'll do whatever you. i'll do whatever the team needs me to do but if you're gonna throw me a snap if you need to and i'll i'll get in there i want to know like the look team out here on the fields in thousand oaks like mm-hmm. who's gonna be in that group this week we'll simulating see. hurts and the eagles i bet brett i bet rips in there okay good luck this week and with the rest of your season tyler it's good to catch up with you at this juncture of your career uh, we've watched it. you as you said grow up as a ram and mm-hmm. uh, hope you have every opportunity to finish that way too thank you very much all right good luck against the eagles hope to see you all at sofi stadium for week five the rams are two and two for tyler higby i'm jb long this is rams reveal